La 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 la. I didn't do that properly. Wait, hold on. Hold I'm just waking Ooh. up. Mama, mama, mama. England, yes, we've won the Cricket World Cup. What an exciting time yeah, that I heard was. About that. The super over is super over. First time ever. I assume so because we're rubbish usually. Yeah. I say that as someone from a cricketing family. Really? I've yep. never been. I've never, never watched a game of cricket. Spent years up at the uh, cricket pavilion in the local town. All right. I'm not a fan of cricket, but I was spent. I was a <laughs> member there because they they had a nickname for me. Oh, I was yeah. part of the community. What was your nickname? My brother used to wear village hats. Right. Because my grandfather gave him some, so he was called Village. And because I was his little <laughs> brother, I was Hamlet. <laughs> that is my nickname down in the club, Hamlet. <laughs> okay. You got Rat Boy, you got Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> These are people. Rooms, that's just his surname, but he also, you know, his family owns a department store in town, which is huge. This is a very interesting aspect of your life I never knew about. Yeah, I'm working on a sitcom basically. <laughs> Legitimately. Um, <laughs> friends there. One of my uh, friends there is now a member of the England World Cup team Wait. for last, uh, the, other, the other year's uh, female. Women's World Cup. You're doing a sitcom about friends. Yeah, that's genius. Never yeah. heard of before. <laughs> if that doesn't work out, I'm going to try and turn this podcasting into a sitcom. But it's about a radio personality in uh, one of my favourite cities, the home of grunge and the home of Chronicle, Seattle. <laughs> I think that'd be quite interesting. Well, I was thinking of turning this podcast into um, how my dad wrote a porno. Okay, how did which that I thought was quite original. Well, I think you should explore the time when your dad wrote that porno about how he met your mother. <laughs> Failing that, I mean, we are just a couple of geeks hanging out. Maybe we could do something about that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's no lift in this place, so that's going to be a problem. How are we going to yeah. get people up here? Stairs? <laughs> no. Just don't sit in my spot. Um, it's a reference I don't understand, because I've only seen a season and a half, Bazinga. <laughs> you must know that. Is that a thing he says? Yeah. Oh boy. Very, must be the first How episode. How on the spectrum was he? <laughs> I have very, to, yeah, very I, I, I've so. not seen Young Sheldon, I would never know. I didn't realise. It took me a, a while to realise. That was a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a while to realise the kid in that was the kid from um, Big Little Lies, who plays uh, Ziggy. Is he one of the people who hates Andrea Arnold so much that she was pushed out of directing? I heard about. I've not read it. You haven't too read the much, article. I've not read too much into it, but I've apparently she shot it because John Mark Valeri was uh, shooting sharper things, right. objects, whatever sharp objects, sharp things, whatever. Right. And the intention was, of course, he was going to get back and put his autistic intentions over yeah. it, but they didn't tell her. So that he edited it and then had to reshoot some stuff because it was like, well, this is all pondering and stuff, and I like my stuff, other kind of pondering. Because mm-hmm. we're two different kinds of filmmakers. Yeah. And when I heard that it wasn't in 4-3, Academy Ratio, I knew there was something wrong with Andrea Arnold <laughs> directing because she doesn't do it. Even <laughs> I Love Dick has scenes with that. And it's like, okay, yeah, I see what's going on. My name is Andrew Jones, and thus, as you can tell, I am a cinephile. Yes. I'm Johnny Ellis. I'm Movie Mad. Are you Movie Mad? Yes, I no, am. No, 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 no. You're not just Movie Mad. What am I? You're Movie Musical Mad. I am Movie Musical Mad. Which is what we're doing for the month of it August and briefly in July because Sony Pictures are fuckers. Yep. Fuck you, Sony Pictures. Fuck you, Sony Pictures, and your Twitter feed posting different shots from the film in different fun kaleidoscopic ways, and I'm excited so much right now. 
I've not seen the shots. I've seen the um the sort of character poster things. Yes. Yeah. yeah, there was one yesterday which had like a five star from Peter Bradshaw and a couple of quotes. Mm-hmm. I know, but it was done in a way where all the uh, shots were the done, you know, where they do it uh, mirrored, and then they do mirrored underneath oh, as right. well, and then they do a kaleidoscope thing. Mm-hmm. It's really fun watching Leo dance like that. Yeah. And you know, I don't know what's going on. I think the Bruce Lee character does a punch in that moment as well. It's like, sure, oh. what the hell? I don't know what's going on. It doesn't tell you excited. anything. It's just got this weird visual and it says, oh, the cinematography is brilliant. You can't tell because they fucked around the cinematography. <laughs> but it's fun. <laughs> and I am excited, as you can tell, from those four weeks of Once Upon a Times. Yes. Oh. At least this one is shorter than two, two of them. Yep. One of them just by a couple of minutes. Yeah. Just. But this one is... <laughs> I was re-listening to the soundtrack. And I've I've been listening to the soundtrack on and off quite recent, quite often. Since I saw it. movie watching today, the musical. Yes. Um, and you've been obsessing. Yeah, it's a really fun musical. Okay. Um, Can I get into another musical real quick? Go on. A, second. Uh, a couple of days ago, Amazon Prime dropped Documentary Now on us. I've seen you uh, tweeting I, about that. I've never been able to actually watch an episode of it because no one wanted to pirate it in the US. Right. It's so obscure. This is Bill Hader, Fred Armisen, and then Seth Meyers and John Mulaney after Ooh. a while as well. Okay. Yeah, and season three, which is you know because there's seven episodes a piece, and I'm up to season three already, just right. riding through it. <laughs> I think it's the second or third episode. It's a take on Company, the right. uh, Sondheim show, yep. the cast recording documentary of that. Right. It's called Co-op, and uh, it's written by John Mulaney. You can tell he's in it as the theatrical Does he mention midgets? No, oh. he's <laughs> not. No, but he uh, he gets very. He's just perfectly him and J- James Abaniak are the two creators of the show. Right. And it's the cast recording. Richard Kind. Is the oh. big name there? So he's doing all that stuff. It's a lot of fun, <laughs> and it's this, they're, they're creating a musical just out of them just sitting at a microphone trying to sing it, having realised they've just been pulled off Broadway after like two shows, <laughs> <laughs> and reading reviews and critiquing the reviews as they're singing actual songs. You get a sense of what this musical is just from them sitting by a microphone singing it, and it's phenomenal and it's funny. See, and Paula Powell is astounding in this segment. See, you seem to have, um. Not in love, but an interest in musicals. Yeah. And yet, I still don't think you're going to like this month. No. Um, yeah, I, I love and respect what musicals can do. I just don't know why they obsess about, hey, we do music as opposed to, hey, we integrate music into storytelling. Mm. Sometimes they want to stop and just do a whole new world for mm. like five minutes. And it, yeah. it goes everywhere, but literally goes nowhere. I think, I'm trying to think of the lineup that we've got, but this is definitely one of well, the... Well, we've got Benicio Del Toro, Gabriel Byrne, the man who must not be named. One of the Baldwins? <laughs> I want to say one of the Baldwins is in there. Yeah? Are you thinking, are you talking about the usual suspects? Yeah, we're well, we rounding yeah. them up. Okay. So um, we start with Beautiful Month. Um, but of the films that we've got planned, yeah. I think this is definitely one of the top ones that I'm most, I've been most excited about showing you. Like, and you have such delights to show me, so that's quite exciting. I like. I Starting think off with a bang. You're more excited to see cats, I imagine. I don't know what that is. Um, I've not released a trailer, so I'm not excited to that. Oh no! Besides the fact that Judy Dench is in it, I'm excited yeah. to see Judy Dench and Jason. Sorry, Jason Derulo. <laughs> I think you're uh, you're morbidly curious about that. I'm morbidly curious about Animal of the Apocalypse because I'm assuming it's a morbid based horror film because it's a horror it comedy is. from Fright it Fest. It was, um, yeah, it was the closing night film of uh, Fright Fest. Of last year, yeah, twenty eighteen, yeah, 
Um, I've only ever heard good things about it, but I've avoided. Oh, I've really? seen like one shot, and it's the woman, the girl there putting a fist up. Right. That's all because that was the poster. That was all. The, that was the film stories magazine. Yeah. Like that's all I know about it is this girl. She's okay. doing that, and I I don't know how it works. I think it's a horror comedy, but it's also a musical, so I'm interested in how that's going to work out. Yeah. Uh, I think it's only like 95 minutes or so. Yeah. It's like 97. Oh, 97 minutes. Close. You know. Well, you know what? It doesn't go overboard. <laughs> Yeah, that's good because do you know um, the remake of Overboard is is two hours long. Really, discover that as I was watching it last week with a friend, and we just quit watching halfway through, <laughs> realizing we're forty five minutes in and the premise has only just started to happen. Jesus, unbelievable and unforgivable. If we're going to write a film, make it snappy. So what? What else? You just so <laughs> West Side Story is shooting at the moment. Can you not tell? <laughs> and of course, in the Heights is shooting so much that uh, New York had a blackout. Blackout the other day. <laughs> oh yeah, did this one. Didn't yeah. It? Yeah. Hmm. Huh. I wonder oh, yeah. if it's all connected. Connected. That's um, not a song. Hey, speaking of musicals, I did actually see a musical. You last did see week. a musical yeah. last week. Um, How many people were there in the musical? There were no people. How, there were only, only fools and horses. Oh, yeah. well, that's a weird mix yeah. up of categories. Um, I was quite surprised. How many episodes of Only Fools and Horses have you ever seen in your life? I think two full episodes two full episodes running 30 minutes of series one of series one maybe one and a half because I don't oh. think I finished this because I was binge, I was trying you to never watch one of the Christmas or New Year's specials no canard yeah it is um but I do want to watch them now but I think the first series is a bit hard to get through I think that's the point I think they're all pretty hard to get through if you look at it from a modern lens <laughs> um, I assume it does not hold up even though we've gone back in time to when that era was happening again I feel like, you know, Peckham back in the 80s, Thatcher's 80s, is now what the whole of London is under May's North Well, no, not May anymore, is it? It was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Over those course of those years where we were saddled with her. Um, of course, now we're brighter future. Go, go, Johnson? Probably. Hunt? <laughs> we are at the apocalypse. Um... But, uh, yeah, no, it was quite fun. And, like, I know, like, the the main things from the show. Like, I know the chandelier thing, which they bring into it, which is careful, really Rodney. smart. Careful, careful. It's a smart way to bring it in. <coughs> with, um, did I tell you about this already? Uh, Phantom of the Opera. The Phantom of the Opera. Where is he? Um, and that's quite fun. Right. But they only, they bring it in as, like, a, um... It's there, and yeah. like it's got to fall at some point, and doesn't until the very, very end. But um, check off chandelier. Yeah, basically. Um, which is better than see a chandelier, did, which doesn't fall. It dances. They did the. Um, this is my broom. It's it's an award-winning broom. You know what, Dave? Yeah, and they did Dave like straight right off the bat. Well, yeah, of course, that triggers one note. Um, and I think one there's you get one some scene in there. There's one scene where they sing "Happy Birthday" to Rodney, and he's the only <laughs> goes Dave. Well. Um, is that right? The casting's really good. They yeah. can't like so you get Paul Whitehouse for a guy for a guy who's only <laughs> seen, seen one episode. One episode one but I've, I've seen I've seen the clips. You know, it's Tom I've Bennett, seen... right? There's Delboy. Um, I can't remember the names of them. Cool. Well, good work for the but casting. I know Paul White, but like they they looked and, and Nicholas Linters is back from, as Rodney. <laughs> from what I gather, uh, the only um, the only problem was the casting of uh, Damien. <sighs> No, um, Damien's uh, not in it. Cassandra, I forgot, about, I Raquel. forgot Damien. I don't know, yeah. Uh, Raquel, yeah, Raquel's casting is a bit... Too uh, sexy. <laughs> not sexy enough. Um, Why do we rate it on the ratio of women? <laughs> 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 but, um, 
Oh dear. I yeah, I had fun with it, and the music was quite good. It's a shame there's not a soundtrack for it. There's no. No, they're going to do the cast recording. It's just are they? Yeah, we okay. just have to wait for John Mulaney and James Baniac to do it. Right. Call back. <laughs> um, and how many times yeah. do they sing the theme tune? Oh, like at least three full times. And was it John Sullivan? Did he get up and do it? No, I didn't think he was in it. I don't think he's still alive. Oh, isn't he? Probably not. A weekend at Burnie Dim. Yeah. Um, but um, but did you bless Hooky Street? God bless Hooky Street. Viva Hooky Street. You? Say menu fake. <laughs> um, uh, I grew up in the nineties. This is in my blood. I, I I thought I don't remember it, but I remember everything. It's worrying. Granddad's in most of it. What about Uncle Albert? Uncle Albert pops up. No. At he one tries point, to kill Grandpa. Grandad goes to um, hospital <gasps> for some... For, oh, uh, because the actor was about to die. I was like, Paul uh, was doing to, a to joke. sort his piles out. Oh dear. Um, and Del Boy's in the hospital and he goes, oh, uh, Uncle Albert's looking after the place for us. Yeah, right. Um, and so at one point, Uncle Albert answers the phone and it's um, Paul Whitehouse's uncle. I believe it's Paul Whitehouse's Uncle Albert. Yeah. Um... It's a shame we didn't get more of Uncle Albert, but Grandad was quite charming and heartbreaking. He has a little solo when no one listens to Fort or Grandad. That mm. makes sense. Um, but I was watching it about halfway through, and I was like, "Oh, I wouldn't mind seeing this again, hmm. and I wouldn't mind going with you." But then Thanks. you were just like, "Yeah, no, I'm not." <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just can't imagine seeing it. It's something so so strange. Like, why? it is strange. It is What's really weird. What's the plot? Yeah, they're going to be millionaires. That's it. Yeah. Basically, um, is there any drug deals? Is there a gunfight? No. Then why would you go and see any musical? You <laughs> see, I want that in my musicals. Right. <clears throat> Give me five musicals this month that has a drug deal and a gunfight. You might not like Animal uh, Apocalypse then. I assume there's a, a gun deal or a drug fight. <laughs> you can swap it around. Oh, I don't right, mind. Okay, no, you can have a gun drug and a, a gun and a, a fight deal. We're good then. Okay. Cool. Um. So what do you know about Anna and the Apocalypse then? Um, I don't think she's holding a candy cane in the actual movie. I feel like that's okay. when they added on because of it was Christmas time when they released it. Interesting. That's the only thing I can imagine because I don't recall it seeing it like that in uh, the Fright Fest picture. Right. from the day. Okay. I feel like she was just putting her hand up like it was like a work moment. Okay. And again, I, I, I'm gathering she's either at school or office. Right. Based on the fact that she's got a tie. Right. That's it. And there's a girl. And I'm assuming any, that's Anna. Any cast? I don't know names of people like that. I don't know. Um, Jvati Mabelin, who <laughs> well, did an, an international classic performance in Fright Fest's 1987 movie, Shining. <laughs> it's an indie British movie. Oh, it's a British movie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was an American thing. Oh, really? Yeah. It did get released in America first for yeah, some reason. that's why I thought it was an American thing. And I'm not too there. sure why, but it's um, an indie British movie. That siren you can hear. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an American siren that you will hear throughout this film, I'm guessing. It's a Vertigo release and a Kaleidoscope release. Yeah. I have no Kaleidoscope. I work with them. So, um, any any guesses you want to make? Is it English? Is it Welsh? Is English. It Scottish? Is it Irish? Is it... In the sleepy town of Little Haven. Is it Sealandish? Is it Anglo-Sean? There is one in American... No, is she American or Canadian? Oh. Same difference for any can't remember if she apologises, isn't it? Um, she's not With the, the apocalypse actress. one day. <laughs> um, Some Letter Kelly references for people <laughs> who watch Letter Kelly, which is me. <laughs> uh, ooh, you know who'd be good in a musical? Go on. 
No, I'm asking, do you know how good the musical? <laughs> I know, because I've seen the movie, so... Yeah, but in general, you've seen a lot of musicals. Who would be good musical? Lin-Manuel Miranda. Peter fucking Mullen. <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be good in a musical. Um, Maybe one by the Proclaimers. Um, Jim Paul Benton, he'd be great in a musical. Maybe one set in Paris. Do you know why he'd do it in a musical? I have no clue. Because he can, can, can. Oh. Okay, I get it. It's a reference to the movie. That's quite clever. <laughs> Fair play to you. <laughs> Um, oh, Julie Waters. She'd do one in Greece. But she wouldn't do Greece. <laughs> That's the thing. Touche. Touche. She'd do Greece 2, though. Um, Greece 2. I need to rewatch Greece 2. People two. have gone back on that one and said it's good, but yeah. I don't believe them because the first one's not. So. Mm. But then again, Here We Go Again is superior to the first one. So exactly. it could be one of those situations. Yeah. But Here We Go Again has Cher. Yes. Does Greece 2 have Cher? No. It only has Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> Not quite the same. Um, Who could I'm be really in it? Is there, any, is there like a notable name that's going to pop out? Is there David Tennant? No, no, nothing that big. Tom Hanks. Colin Hanks. Chet Hayes. Rapper Chet Hayes. <laughs> um, there's the black sheep of the Hanks fam. There is one Game of Thrones alum. <laughs> Liam Cunningham. No. Stephen Delane. No. Joe Gillespie. Nope. Hot pie. No. <laughs> Does Charles dance dance? No, oh. unfortunately. One day, Charles, you and I. I yeah, there's there's two names that that I don't know their names, but You've I know their them. faces, and I'm like, oh, that guy. Cool. <laughs> oh shit, Simon McBurney. He's one of those that guys. No, oh. I don't think it's that. <laughs> No. Um, and Kieran Hines. They're at the end of the credits. With and. Rue Jones. No. Nope. In a state of confusion, wondering how he got into a film he doesn't even know about. <laughs> Star of the Insidious TV spots. Are you nope. Are you excited about this? I am very excited. Are I, you actually? I pushed off watching it the other day, with uh, the other weeks with some friends in Oslo. Oslo, oh. sorry. To make sure, because I knew this was coming out. I have avoided knowing anything since we knew we put it on the system. Yeah. Because I wanted you to take me through this journey. Would you were you? so excited. Do you want to I want open... you. I feel like you've waited oh. so long. I did you've buy got, this you've from... You've got a DVD to, uh, that's still it wrapped. I Sky. You have the date and day, so you get got, the digital. I got the, um, yeah, digital, yeah. You can speak into the microphone Sorry. to talk to me. <laughs> uh. There should be a thing to unzip it. And also the DVD. A-A-T-A. And that's the kind of sound of the music we're going to get in this movie. Would you prefer to watch... you're wearing a Joker shirt. Yes. I wonder why it's so green. It's cool. I like it. Would you prefer to watch the DVD or digital version? I would like to watch the uh, digital version for HD, to be honest. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But But it's still... It's nice to have... What's the extras? What do we have for extras? Um... Deleted scenes, Ooh. outtakes, gag reel, cast and crew perform on uh, song title. Yeah, song title, okay, we don't need to. Yeah. I think when they say deleted scenes, you mean scenes too shit to make it to the main feature. <laughs> That's the uh, Taika Waititi classing of that back in. Yeah. Eagle vs. Shark, a film no one went to see. It's a shame there wasn't even a Blu-ray version of this. Yes, well, it didn't do very well because it wasn't released anywhere. That's I couldn't thing. see it in the cinema, so I didn't see yeah. it in the cinema. So now I'm going to watch it today, and, and the apocalypse. Yep, um, and we'll talk more about the release. Uh, later. Once we've seen the film, and we've seen yeah. why it didn't get released. Yeah. 
<coughs> do you have anything, any last words before we head into the apocalypse with Anna? No, all I want to do is talk about how I watched it. The first time I watched it. And what, but we'll you talk sat about in a that. chair, <laughs> you stared at a screen, and it happened at you, ear-wise, to the speakers around you. Maybe some behind you. Maybe. Maybe one in front of you. We'll find out. It's probably how it is. That's our speaker setup. But let's... Oh, I'm so excited. And I'm so sorry in advance, because I'm probably going to sing along to this. I don't think anyone should apologise for singing. I think it's a beautiful thing. Human movement and human voice are underrated, and we shouldn't... Sh- you shouldn't suggest people can't do that. Just because they're not very good at it doesn't mean they shouldn't try. I think it's beautiful to attempt. Well, let's attempt. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. Young Anna was nestled, all snug in her bed. Not knowing tomorrow, she'd meet the undead. How would she survive? What this season would bring? Well, that's simple. She'd stab, she'd slash, and she'd sing. Justin Bieber's a zombie. Christmas means present giving. Right. Beneath the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the rest of the words. I remember when it's on, when the song's on. I remember bits and pieces. Christmas, but... to me, means watching the Our Beds Uncontrollable Christmas Community Stop Motion Special, which has the song, What Does Christmas Mean to Me? Yeah. Speaking of community, big news from uh, Comic Con, wasn't it? Yeah. Get sure. Oh, you want me to explain? Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, um, Community is dead. It's dead. Yep. It's it's official. Yep. There's no Community movie. <laughs> There's got to be a Community movie, There doesn't right? have to be a Community movie. We've got six seasons. And a movie, though. Yeah, but That's... the length of the sixth season was basically a movie length each bloody episode. 35 mm. minutes each. Yeesh. And it had Keith David. He is a movie star. And Cloud Atlas. Mm. And They Live. The two movies. The two movies. <laughs> we just watched the third movie. It doesn't have Keith uh, David this time. Didn't even have Keith Allen. Right. What Keith were in there? You had Mark Benton. He was not Keith. He yeah. could play a Keith. He's a Keith. Mark Benton. It was. Uh, was it and Mark Benton? <coughs> it was with Mark Benton. With Mark and Benton. Paul K. As Paul K. Savage. As Savage. Or Savage, if you're Johnny Depp. Um. So, what do you think? What did, how, uh, did you enjoy yourself? I enjoyed the musical part of it. It was. I didn't I, enjoy the zombie part of it. Really? I'm I tired was, of zombie films. I was really surprised you didn't know there were zombies <laughs> in it. I, there, was some, there was something that caused the apocalypse, obviously. Yeah. But I, just didn't want, but I didn't investigate further, research further. Doesn't, the, apocalypse. The, the advertisement was, it's a comedy, a horror, and a musical. I was like, okay, right. Oh, I always saw it as a zombie horror comedy. Well, movie. that's what they were telling. That's what yeah. they were posting. It was like, hey, look, mm. it's a comedy, it's a horror, it's a musical. Those are the two, three genres. Um, three genres, three films. But don't the you, apocalypse, Cloud Atlas, don't you think they live. 
when you think apocalypse, don't you think zombies? Isn't that no, I where think it's like a Pentecost, because he, of course, famously <laughs> cancelled the apocalypse. <laughs> and now, of course, he's bad guy. Yep. He's, um... He's, he, no, he's, he's bad guy. Bad guy. Remember? Remember the trailer? <laughs> he looks at someone and he goes, bad guy. <laughs> classic um, Brixton. That's classic Brixton. I mean... <laughs> I've known Brixton for decades, and I just think they've they've epitomised Brixton down to Black the, Superman. Yeah, he's Black yeah. Superman, but he's also bad guy. Bad guy. Don't don't get confirmed that he's Black Superman, which makes him you know hero. He's like Bizarro. He's bad guy. Um, or Bizarro, Bizarro would say good guy. How did you feel about? Was there enough music? Not enough. Too As much? ever, by the third act, there's not enough music. That always yeah. happens in musicals and Disney animations that claim they've got music in them. Frozen. Yeah. Yeah. By I the end, so. you're like, well, no, I want one more song. And they yeah. don't give you it. They don't give you it. They give you a couple of sadder songs, and you want a big old uh, fighting number. And the Paul K ones just didn't quite work out enough because it felt too disconnected from the main characters every time Paul K did a song. I want Paul K and the characters, and seeing their perspective and his perspective and his craziness and their insane situation. I still enjoyed Paul K. Like I get what you mean. Yeah, but I still enjoyed him. Oh, like, I like the Paul second K. he turned up on screen. Like I said, I was, yeah, I was, the wide shot when it's like, was that Paul K? Yeah, before he actually spoke. And you're like, yeah. I just. Can he sing? Yeah. Can he? Can he sing? No, he can't. He can scream, and that's fine. Yeah. That's what he does. Um, he's fun. But there's some really good songs there's in some it. Really good songs. In this yeah. Song. Yeah. Uh, when she's like dancing through her home street. Yeah, that's a great number. <laughs> Hollywood ending is fantastic. Brilliant what choreography. Yeah. Um, this is my third time seeing it. I okay. think now. Yeah, and, and uh, Fright Fest, you wanted to talk about how you saw it at Fright Fest. Yeah, nothing spectacular, oh, right. to be honest. But you, I just, you were trying to build up remember, to this, like, oh, I can't I tell just you remember seeing it um, on the big IMAX screen. Oh, and weird. Yeah, and it was really fun, because, like, I was... Because, obviously, after this, you were going to watch Climax in the IMAX, <laughs> the famous yeah. situation. Um, and, I, do you know, I was thinking last night about when I saw it, and I was like, I'm pretty sure that was the closing film. And in the back of my head, I was thinking, no, I don't think I was in that good a mood afterwards. Yeah. You know? And then we worked out why. Because I was trying to remember, like, after Fight Fest, the last film of Fight Fest last year. Yeah, why I were went, you not dancing around? I went straight to uh, the airport. And I was thinking to myself, was I in a really happy mood? after? I must have been in a great mood going to the airport. And then you remember why you were going to the airport. Yeah. You're flying over to France to punch Gaspar Noé in the face. <laughs> on the side yeah. of Fasse. Um, so. But yeah, it would have been it would have been so much it would have been a perfect way to finish off the festival with Anna and the Apocalypse. Because it's just so fun and light. Yeah. And it's then, a bit too light. Yeah. Because after a couple of zombie kills they kind of lose the zombie kill fun of it. It's just like um, right hitting things, lots of blood. This did have my my kill favorite, my kill of the day. Kill of the day. Yeah, because it's, it's, kill it's only day, a week-long festival. Not even that. Well, I mean, zombie kills happen all the time. Yeah, but the the um, we'll see that in Zombieland too this year. The seesaw kill was genius. Loved it. Sure. Um. Yeah, I don't. I just remember having so much fun with it because I didn't know what I was going into. You knew it was called Out of the Apocalypse. I didn't even know that. You didn't know it was called Anna and the Apocalypse. No, I uh, I oh, went to uh, I went to see Piercing um, at the Prince Charles Cinema. That was my Bobby, discovery. Go again. <laughs> that was my uh, dis- discovery screen. Oh, I've got a horror film. That was my discovery film screen. My discovery screen film. Discovery film screen. Um, and then I was just like, Is that what you only did one discovery screen film a day? Or no, I just think ever? I think that was the one that I'd seen. Like I I so you didn't go I'd see go, Bodied. 
No. Phenomenal. No, Great I, experience. I'd go you through know, the... the Fright Fest behind the, beneath the dark heart I, We did, yeah. We just saw that. Yeah. Um, really nice. But I, um, I went through all the Discovery screen screenings and yeah. just looked at, like, sure. oh, who's in and, you know, what is it? And that was... I remember that was the one that I picked out. Right. I went to see piercing at Prince Charles and then um, and then you hated yourself according to everyone who's seen it and then yeah it wasn't great no. but it was a nice scene I can't who was it Alan was it Alan no no, no. came up and said this is my favourite <laughs> film at the festival and I'm so sorry for everyone else because no one likes my favourite films yeah, no, it's such a shame no I can't remember who was this. in it um, it was a young actress young actress is it uh, Mia Vashikowski yeah that was it yeah um, famous young actress yeah um so I went for her, and it was nice seeing her on screen, but yeah, it wasn't of a great film. Um, she does a stroker in the stoker, remember? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Iconic moments. But then I, um, yeah, I, and then I was just like, oh, I'll just stick to the main screen for the last two films. Yeah, don't you dare close your eyes. Because I think I had um, my suitcase for the flight the next morning and stuff, and I was just, yeah. yeah you're in your briefcase full of equipment to punch Gaspinoe yes. in the yeah. face, eh? Um so I just stuck to the main you mean screen. business. And I just, I remember sitting there and then someone mentioned that it was a musical and I was like, ooh. What? Yeah, what was the reaction? Did anyone, did other people not know it's a musical when it started? Um, I think. Was there a reaction? When there the first wasn't a reaction. Uh, like they, when they introduced it, they said it was a musical. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. You kind of want to wait 20 minutes and then see what happens. Yeah. Like that people were fun. reacting to Rocket Man because it had songs in it. Like probably yeah. I was like, what? Like, you want to have that old Sweeney Todd back in the day when no one knew. Even though it's Sweeney Todd, based on the Broadway musical by Stephen Sondheim. Jesus. They never advertised any songs in it. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about Except that. Except Epiphany, kind of. Mm. But only briefly. Um, and everyone's like, whoa, I want my money back. I didn't expect him to sing. I just wanted a man slaughtering people. <laughs> That's so my kind of Christmas movie. I just, I just, yeah, I remember having Ray fun. Ray Winston was angry. <laughs> I remember having so much fun with um, Anna and the Apocalypse. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's and nice. And, and the sexy children involved. <laughs> and it was like... Yeah, it was... It's the only film of last year that I've purchased. Right. Um, and because that's the only version f- film available for purchase. Everything else is... Upgrade, I would have bought. Straight Stone. Was that Net Fest? Yeah. Blimey. Yeah. What a weird one. Didn't even know about that. I didn't. Yeah. I knew nothing about that. I was going to go see uh, Flash Gordon documentary. Uh, but I was like... I've only seen Flash Gordon once for the podcast yes. and I wasn't too into it. We all apologise for that episode. Um, and the movie should apologise to us for existing. And, Everyone who's uh, a fan of it is fucked in the head. <laughs> and so, yeah, I ended up just going back to the main screen and it turned out it was um, Lee Wano and it was Upgrade and I knew nothing about it going into it. It was one of my favourite... It was... Yeah, it was my favourite film at the festival. Really? Yeah. Even that third act? Yeah. Oof. Um... And then Anu and the Apocalypse is my second favourite film festival. The Apocalypse? Yeah. Oh my god, what if Weird Al just did a whole <laughs> movie which was parodying this film? Um, like careful song parody. Oh, can we get... Hey, um, Albert, if you're there. I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to. to. I'd love to. Alright. Um, yeah, so... I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to gauge your response. I don't know how much you loved it. I'm mild on this one. Yeah. So it's it's if it was salsa, there were some spicy moments, but there's some moments when I just wondered why I even ordered the milk in the first place. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, the third. This is act, not one of those hot ones. I'd, I'd forgotten. We, the th- we are not deep into the <laughs> the tenth string of hot sauce here. Um, My chicken wings remain a bit flaccid. <laughs> I'd forgotten about children. how the third act does dip in terms of how how much. As every zombie us, movie yeah. happens, we have to lose a bunch of characters, and thus it loses the uh, lightheartedness and becomes a bit more like. You know, oh, it, we focus on a couple of characters, but the problem is the first 20 minutes don't focus enough on character. Mm. So it's not enough chutzpah to get you to the Chutzpah. End. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, but I still think that this is a really underappreciated film. It's very well done for what it is. Yeah. And and I feel like it deserves so much I don't know so why it's set at Christmas. Love. That's one thing. When films are set at Christmas, they have to have a point. That's the thing as Connecting well. families, sure, but that's not really the point here. That's it came just... out in November right. in cinemas. Mm. Did get a very, very, very small release. Yeah, not a cinema. Well. Not even in... Did it get any... I, I think, think maybe one in... cinema in London. Even then. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, but the problem is they sold the worst pies. But then it it didn't come out on DVD and Blu-ray. <laughs> well, it didn't come out on Blu-ray at all. At all. But it didn't come out on digital and DVD until... March. Yeah, March, it? April. Yeah, because they had yeah. the theatrical window. Yeah. So they decided to go for the full theatrical as opposed to their VOD. Yeah, thing, but that's what I was expecting. I was expecting Because if VOD. you're not going to do a proper release, then there's no point in doing that. Just give up. Yeah. I don't mean give up, but like give up on just Dreams of Cinema. And I remember it came and out... Hero Dreams of Shooty. DVD came out in America before it came out over here, which is even more surprising. Golden. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that, the fact that it's not American, because I assumed it was American based on the fact that yeah. it didn't release, is very confusing. What happened? God knows. How did it happen? Why did it happen? But don't the you think questions. that... Um, don't I think? Don't you think no. that... You have the Lion King Ella... Mega Drive. Yes. Uh, my favourite movie. Don't you think that Ella Hunt I love is a great actress? One, like she, she, she's great. This. She held I up don't... the film quite well. I feel like there are parts where I lost her. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I liked her throughout. Certainly, the the middle acts. Hmm. She was lost in the days of everyone else because they were heightened characters and she was normal. And that kind hmm. of was like, ah, ooh, what are we doing here? Why are we doing lots of jokes and then going back to her and she kind of, she sucks the jokes out and that's not what you want for your main character. You want her to be a live wire, engaging when she's on screen and making Aww. jokes and also being serious. She was one of my favourite things about, like, I just then, think no, she was... No, I'm just saying the script doesn't give her enough to do with those words. So I guess kind of, I understand it's that, It's unfairly yeah. against her. Yeah. That's not fair for a character. Yeah. Hard for an actor to deal with, any actor. But she deals with it quite well, I think. She sings you know, very well. Yeah. She's um, got a great voice. I'd lo- I just hope she... Dances through fun. I, yeah, I hope things up. I hope she becomes something. Like I, I want to see more of her. She joins the stage. <laughs> Anna and the Apocalypse and the musical night. What I didn't like was her boyfriend—not boyfriend, but the guy that she slept with. Um, I wasn't a big fan of him. Um, and whenever I watch the film, I, he, I don't know. He's just got a creepy face. Yeah, he gets. Redemption without needing, without deserving any point yeah. of redemption. It's very strange. They have two lines when they try and give him an emotional backbone, and they throw that in an hour and ten minutes into the film. So mm. it's, it, again, it's 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 a throwaway moment, which you can't do if you're dealing with so many characters. You can't just throw that in there then and go like, right, the last seventy minutes may, are made up for now. You've got to build things up. Even so, 
For all its sorry, faults. Sorry, you mean even flow? Pearl Jam, great song. For all its great musical. For all its faults, I I love this, and I would I happily watch this again and again. You. I've been waiting to watch this with you for ages. Like when I got um, an only apocalypse. Out of the uh, cinema the first time, you figured. Yeah, Andrew. I wanted to see it that straight away. That bastard's going to get through this one. <laughs> um, and when when I got the digital version, so the first thing I did. Yeah, when I um, go to the digital the, version. The first thing I did was make my sister sit down and watch it with me. And um, because you can't watch this alone, you are officially too scared of some of the content. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just one. I have of those to stress, films. this is a horror film. It's one of those films that have jump I feel like I want to introduce to everyone because I think everyone would enjoy it to a certain extent. They w- no one would hate it. No one would hate it. It's a very likable film. I remember exactly. watching, you know, the first part, not connected with the characters, but still thinking, I'm having a nice time with it. Exactly. I don't care about anyone yet. I don't know anyone's names besides Anna in the Apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the rest of her name. I don't know if she's got middle name. Her middle names are Anthony. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so she's one of those persons who uses all of her name. Yeah. That's wanky. <laughs> Anna Apocalypse, just fine. Or double A. Double A. <laughs> like a battery. Miss Apocalypse. Um, But yeah, I just... Hold on, what the fuck? What? Sorry, there's an We've advert got on the TV, TV on. Yeah. and there's a Red Dwarf advert. Have you not seen this advert? I've seen it like a million times at this point. What is this? It's um, AA, yeah, double A. <laughs> An Apocalypse has taken Red Dwarf. Yeah. This Have is... you ever seen Red Dwarf? Is it any good? As a child, Red Dwarf was my ship. Oh. I own all the box sets from seasons one through eight, obviously. Did obviously. not care for the return. No? Nope. Did never oh. care for the stuff they made on Dave. Then again, the season seven and eight by the time. Oh, which one is it? I think it's Grant left the show. Doug Grant, Rob Naylor. All right. When Doug Grant left, it just became like, hey, here's some jokes, question mark. Mm. It lost any kind of emotional push and there was just nothing going on. Mm. Just just lacked itself. But the first six series, real good. I've been meaning to give it a try, but I'm not too... I'm not... I'm just not too bothered. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah. There are there are more culturally relevant sci-fi comedies these days. Um, Sorry, we're talking about horror comedies with music. I know New Apocalypse. So when I introduced my sister <laughs> to it, it she was said, perfect. Get off me! Stop doing this. <laughs> Why are you tying me down to watch films? I can choose my own films. Thank you very much. It I was don't a, need to watch your weird ones. It was a perfect way because, like, after we watched it, you're in this sort of zone where you're just like relaxing and you don't really want to move. It's nice. And uh, and I just put on uh, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, because <laughs> I had her. That's the film you chose? Not a bad film to put on to annoy her? No, so no. you can't escape? You chose another good film? I chose another good film. Because she, she was against seeing Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, because she didn't like the first I one. I don't know what that must feel like. I have no yeah. idea. There is no <laughs> direct correlation between anything here. Um, but yeah, and I, she had a good time. Yeah. Because you can't not have a good time with Cher. Exactly. She was just waiting for Cher most of the time. We all were waiting for Cher. In the, when we watched in the IMAX, you could see everyone there. They were screaming, where is Cher? Where is Cher? <laughs> and then someone um, pointed out the helicopter and said, Cher is there. <laughs> there is Cher. It was very Susian. <laughs> um, he, of course, was the fifth Abba. Abba's. But I, I got through... I got halfway through this. I hated the Anno and the Apocalypse yeah. um, today, and I was just like, oh. you know, it just brings back memories of Fright Fest, and it brings 
it it just makes me wish that it had a bigger audience. I mean, and I must have had a pretty big audience for Fright Fest. <sighs> yeah, it wasn't a main screen. It's a cock-up of a release. I don't know what they were, what was happening at Vertigo to choose to kind of screw up that. I get it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. It's at Christmas. But go a whole hog. There are other Vertigo films that come out and then you just like, how do they get so much screening time? It's such a shame because it feels like it really did deserve a bigger release than it Ooh. got. Yeah. For sure. I would have seen it in the cinema if I was able to. That's one I, of the sad things. It's one yeah. of the ones I didn't get to see in the cinema because no one had it. Do you think you'd go back over this? No. No? No. Because I would. I listen to, like I said, I listen to this soundtrack is a song, quite so often. I watch a couple of clips. I don't think I'd go through the whole film, though. I, yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, I would go for the whole film again if I was sat with someone who hasn't seen it. Or I'd happily like, sit through it again. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just... It's fun. So, I'm so glad I got to introduce you to it. And I don't... I'm not... Well, I guess I should ask the question. Yeah. Are you mad that you watched this movie? I'm not mad at all. Are you movie mad? I'm not entirely movie mad. Not entirely. The song's phenomenal. Right. Real good time. Yeah. Dancing, beautiful. Yeah. The visual choices, really nice. A lot of it throughout, not just in the musical sequences. A lot of visual choices are really cool. Mm. But you're not not movie mad. That's the thing. That's the... And that's, I'm that's not saying I'm not not movie mad, but I'm not saying I'm not 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 movie mad neither. Exactly, I completely understand. Nope. <laughs> um, so that's what they call me, the double negative. Yeah, I just—it's just one of those really <coughs> nice, nice films. Movies. Yeah, it's a film about you know death and massacres, and it's a nice movie. Would you? Right, if you had the option, if Hotel Rwanda was done by Bob Fosse. If you had to what the option to watch this bam, or. Bam. Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead all the time. Come on. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead is one of my all-time favourites. I think. And it's not even Edgar Wright's best. I would lean towards this. Rewatching this. You don't this. get Bill Knight. You didn't call True, the Doctor. But did you, you do get songs, and I like songs. You get Orpheus. Demo version of Orpheus. Yeah. Don't stop me now. Iconic version. Mm, still. You get everyone. If you liked Queen, and you like Bohemian Rhapsody. And you want to see zombies, Shaun of the Dead's the way to go, obviously. Yeah, but still, I just... I feel like this deserves so much more love. Oh, sure. No, no, it's completely under the radar. It's unforgivable. And I'm glad we're doing an episode on this. We've done an episode on this. We've done an episode on this. So who would you be if you were in this situation with zombies? (laughs) I know who I'd be. Who would you be? Paul Kay. Yeah, I was just thinking I'd be... <laughs> totally talking. fuck yeah. everyone over and yeah. be a dick about it. Because, yeah. you know, you've got the uh, complete control. <laughs> and I am famously a monster. I'm called thingy a fucking janitor. Yeah. <laughs> Better than a banker wanker. Oh. Such nice films. And the soundtrack. Are you going to listen to the soundtrack? Again? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Hollywood ending was so nice. Hollywood ending, it's Hollywood so nice. Hollywood ending was so fucking good. Um... It's just a shame about that the uh, the penguin song is in there. If in anything, the middle, I'm going to double the on the penguin song, learn the penguin song, oh. then come back to you and sing it to you. Why? Just for the halibut. <laughs> that was. I almost thought you were going to finish that, but yeah. <laughs> no, no, um, I had a punchline. Yeah, and I've got um, a fishing line. I'm going to grab all the fish because that's what I eat. I'm a penguin. <laughs> Look at my feet. Put a bit of meat on the fit on the end of the fishing line and reel a zombie in. Yep. Yeah. That is something they do. That song's great as well. Yeah. Yeah. Soldier of War. I think... Soldier of War. Just as he's gearing up to do the song... Yeah. 
I don't like him. Don't like his face and stuff. And then he does. The oh, song I don't like his like, face. Yeah, and then he does the song, and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit too high for me, but yeah, I like it. I like the fact that he's willing to go to that thing. Yeah, his character, the guy, you know, this guy who comes in, he's a cocky cunt. Cocky cunt. He's, he is. That's Beating not the people. Up. They're talking about. Not the what they're talking about. You know, doing a doing a proper eighties hair metal kind of uh, falsetto performance. It is, as I said, it'd be great on stage mm. as the moment when this character waltzes in and beats things up and just, you know, takes over, dominates the stage. It's a great moment. He'd, keep, he'd probably even come into the audience. I assume there'll be yeah. a moment, there'll be a sequence where there'll be a couple of plants. Yeah. He smashes them and blood splatters over the audience. That's a fun <laughs> bit. Um, can we adapt this to the stage ourselves right now? Can we talk about the best joke in a film? Like, you're right, your favourite joke in a film is? Well, it's not Olive. It's no, not all of the no. animated. It's what's your favourite joke? And we had it in an episode a while back. Al, um, Weird Al. Oh, I think it's out in another podcast. No, 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 no. In a film, we we hadn't in the. Sorry, in sorry. Episode, I thought you said my favourite joke in this film. Was no, no, no in out. a film. Oh, in a film. Well, it's obviously open up the door. Surprise! Right, and my favourite joke in a film is. <laughs> it's so oh, funny you can't speak I know. the it's... words dare not enter the she's... periphery you'll have to excuse her she's in Egypt at the moment because she's so far in denial <laughs> oh and the, the, the when I, I hate you. when I watched it the first time because oh, I'm sure I've used that so many times the denial thing oh yeah that was it my dad kept going uh, he wanted to see denial the um the Holocaust Denier film. Starring Timothy Spall yeah. and Kevin and every... Rachel Weisz and Tom Wilkinson, I believe. Yes. And every time he mentioned it, I would say, oh, Denial, that's the rival in Egypt. <laughs> and every time he talked to me about the film coming out, you'd also shoehorn it in that <laughs> joke. Even though I never yeah. talked about the film, exactly. you decided to shoehorn in both the film and then the punchline to the joke. Yeah. Because um... you're a dick. <laughs> Sorry, you're like Nick. So... So when I was watching Anna and the Apocalypse, I was writing notes down in case I was going to review it. And and I I think I did. Not a full review, but I wrote a little review. It is good. (laughs) And and I just remember scrolling that down going, oh my God, this is fucking genius. I love it. Why is... It's never in enough films, Denial. The joke of Denial. uh, My my favourite joke? Go on. Mark Benton looking at the penguins he goes, well, at least they're trying. <laughs> 4K. Very. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's my kind yeah. of joke. That's yeah. my joke. I'm, yeah, you did go, thank you. <laughs> that's what you were writing a script. That's what I was writing a script. That's what I do write a script. Um, Witty wordplay. But um, when I rewatched this with Charlotte, um, Your sister. it got to the scene with the denial uh, joke. And as it was happening before me, I realised... Oh my god, I completely forgot, and it made me just laugh all over again. And then at this time, and, and I, she she just sighed and tried to walk out, slapped you in the face, said, This is why we're never going to be brother and sister again. I'm filing for divorce, not denial, for the family. And then this time, I knew where it was going to be. It was going to be a scene in the uh, bowling alley. Every time they, they were in the bowling alley, I'm you like, got excited. Oh. It's so good. It's so good. It's so much better than supplies. Right? 
it's no, because they're in a supply closet and getting surprise. But because it supplies, it's supplies. It's a great pun. I love a good bit of wordplay. They oh, were trying. Wordplay like denial. No, good wordplay. It's good wordplay. Anyway. No. Um, so that's what a way to kick off uh, musical month. Musical month. Musical month. They are singing songs and it's giving you a bump. Um, do you think is a are you, are you excited? Are you, are you in the if this is how we start, I don't know where it's going to go from here. We've had the apocalypse. There's not much more mm. you can do. Everyone's dead. Spoiler Except alert. the cats. What? What are you talking about? Nothing. Like, good because well, maybe I something. Think... Don't like that. Don't like that at all. Um. Wow, you've got to fill in for me because we're doing this ahead of schedule and I haven't actually had time to focus up and find out what we've got. But yeah, what is up. next week? Don't fucking what do is that. Next week's Where can week? we find you? Where can we find you? Um, Let's focus on that part so can I, can, I can do my <laughs> homework while you you're can, fucking doing that. You can find me on Twitter at movie underscore mad. Movie underscore mad. We've got Indeed. to specify you are underscore mad. Are you on any other social medias like that? Um, I'm on Instagram. Oh. Every now and then. Ooh. Um, where can you find you? You can find me... At Ethan Runt. What about us? Not, what's her name? Ella Hunt? Yeah. <laughs> Not Ella yeah. Hunt, it's Ethan yeah. Runt. Don't get confused, we're two different people. I can definitely sing! <laughs> Sorry, that's Kermit. <laughs> I can definitely sing! Hi-ho! Hi-ho! <laughs> Not easy being green. <laughs> Someday um, you'll find it. Rainbow Connection. Is that your actual Kermit? It's my best Kermit. Oof. I'm not very good. This is why when we were at the O2, I was singing quite quietly as I was singing. <laughs> and I was definitely doing that voice. <laughs> is that how I do it, Miss Piggy? Um, what is next yeah. week's film? You've had enough time. <laughs> well, that's the thing. We're not just doing one a week. We're not, are No, we? because as any good musical performance knows... We have to have an encore. Encores are We have great. to have an encore. So, encores uh, are the best. Can, do you want more? I do want more. Cooked in raw with a Brooklyn voice? <laughs> well, for one last time, I need you to raw. What the hell are you waiting for? I'm very confused because I thought I knew what was next week, but now I don't. <laughs> oh, you don't. You don't want an encore. I do want an encore. Well, I've become so numb. I'm so confused. Is this Eminem? Do you not remember Jay-Z and Linkin Park had an album together, Collision Course? Who? Jay-Z, king of Brooklyn. And Linkin Park, king of Linkin Park. No. They got together. You know who you're talking to, right? And they had a hit song called Encore, Numb, which was uh, the song Encore using the music of Linkin Park's Numb. But Eminem had an album called Encore. So that trumps that. No, uh, Eminem does not trump Jay-Z. I famously cannot trump Jay-Z. Um, he can because he's white, so therefore he's privileged. Right, so. but you've got Jay-Z and Beyonce, that becomes one white person in your mind, mm. does it? True. They are royalty. Yeah. And I'm a fan of Mint Royale, so it's basically the same thing. <laughs> what is next week's film then? Or what is the next film we've got coming up then? Um, well, I mean, we've got a couple of films coming up. We're going through some classical musicals. Some very classical musicals, I think you'll find. Yes, you'll be hop-stepping and dancing through eras and locales that you never thought you'd go. Meeting some classic and icons from the uh, the world of music and film. And, as of tomorrow, mm. it is officially... What month, month is it? 
the month of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Fright Fest. Month of Fright Fest. Month of Fright Fest as well. But and of course, do you know what's out tomorrow officially? What's out tomorrow officially? Bad guy. Really? Oh. Bad guy. What gets first? Or Black Superman. Bad um, guy. But do you know what's I'm, out? I'm more, I'm more what you call a champagne problem. <laughs> I mean, I've got to work with this asshole. They bleep it out, but you can tell <laughs> if he says asshole. Because he's not going to be hanging out with Dwayne Johnson and say asshole over him. <laughs> That's right, we're family. Me and um, Ellen Mirren and Vanessa Kerbs. We've got two weeks. Are you, are you excited? For Hobbs weeks. and Shaw? Yeah, no. I'm very excited. Two weeks. Fast, did you know that Fast and Furious were presenting Hobbs and Shaw? <laughs> like Quentin Tarantino presents other films. This is, this is, that is what the Quentin Tarantino badge means. Right. That's led us to Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. So if anything, you should go and see Hobbs and Shaw out of respect for Quentin. And then in two weeks, out of respect for Quentin. The money pit. <laughs> Give up. Oh, I'm sorry. You mean two weeks' notice? You can't. Sandra Bullock. You can't. You can't. No. What's you got last bit in? Paddington too. Oh, he was great in that. Phoenix Buchanan. Yeah. It was a very English scandal. Why wasn't he involved in a Quentin Tarantino film? Why, so why, is, thinking, why is Tim Roth involved? Thinking. Get rid of him. He's a fine English actor, but you know who's a fine English actor? Mm. You grant. Well, uh, quite. What, what? Gosh, indubitably. Indubitably. Gosh, you have to understand. She, she, she fucks a lot. So um, it's like when she meets this this guy who's got this, this, this gigantic um, thing. And, and it hurts. And it feels like the it feels like the first time. And it's very, 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 very intense. It's like she was just virgin again. That, that that's the point. See you next week. <laughs> I, 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 it's just I don't believe in tipping. See see this this is this is, gosh this is you know this is the world's smallest um, this uh, the world's smallest Philharmonic Orchestra. And I, uh, they're playing the problems right now. Are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com.